Welcome to the Natural Healthcare Show. If you struggle with weight or belly fat, have metabolism issues, or find it hard to fall asleep but are always tired, Dr. Brian Foley is here to lead you on a path to better health through a natural approach to healthcare. If you would like to talk to Dr. Brian Foley, give us a call at 615-737-9986. Now, here's your hosts for today's show, Dr. Brian Foley. Welcome new listeners. This is Dr. Brian Foley, your natural health care doctor, and I'm online here with another doctor, natural health care doctor, Dr. Rob. Doc, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Fantastic. Uh, well, like we do every uh, show, we're going to tell you what we do in our office and why we're called natural health care doctors. And one of the reasons is that uh, we get you well, we get you healthy. Uh, we reverse all kinds of uh, health problems, and we do it all naturally with whole food products. What we mean by whole food is real food, genuine replacement parts. Unfortunately, and uh, we find this time and time again, I don't know how many uh, people I've talked about this that came into our office this week, uh, didn't realize that the difference between products on the open market, we're talking about supplements, nutrition on the open market, and products that you can get from a professional uh, like myself or Dr. Rob, that are professional grade. And maybe, Doc, uh, you could explain the difference between uh, what we call nutraceuticals and whole food. Sure. So uh, nutraceuticals is what most people are getting out there. They look like uh, vitamin A or C or, or B. These are all uh, vitamins that people are buying um, down at the corner store or at the grocery, grocery store. They're getting... Uh, things that they think are a real vitamin, uh, but it's what we call a nutraceutical, which is a, a chemical lookalike, um, has some of the actions of the vitamin, uh, but it's not actually the whole food uh, source that uh, where we discovered and what we actually, uh, the body is expecting. Uh, when you look at vitamin A or uh, vitamin C, uh, it's it wants a complete whole, uh, what we call a complex. It's a, it's a, a few different things all put together that uh, by the plants and the animals that make it work the way that it does. Um, and nutraceuticals are only parts of those. They that what has been happened is that they've, excuse me, they've had uh, uh, gone down and said, what is the biggest uh, active part of this? What is the the part that does the action? And and it's a, a little bit of a misnomer. Um, there's more needed to do the action of vitamin A than what they call, uh, you know, vitamin A in the nutraceutical or uh, ascorbic acid, which is uh, known as vitamin C, which is a nutraceutical. There's more to it than just the ascorbic acid portion. And, uh, and so the whole food is going to uh, be able to sustain you longer, do more of the action of the vitamin, and it won't rev your body up or wear it out like nutraceuticals can. That's right. So what we do is we use, like if you get a vitamin C from us, uh, it's true vitamin C like you'd find in an orange or in, in any uh, vegetable or fruit. Uh, what they're selling on the open market in most cases is uh, ascorbic acid. Now, you can't take a vitamin, a true vitamin, which is a complex, you can't take it apart, take the active portion out of it, put it in a with a bunch of buffers, 
and expect it to do the same thing that a real true vitamin does. They don't. Uh, they drive things. They become a, a chemical. And a lot of times they become a burden to the body because the body has to overwork. Now, how do you know if you have uh, nutraceuticals? Well, if you take a vitamins, let's say you take some vitamins in the morning and you have very fluorescent urine, very <laughs> yellow urine, that's a good sign that your body's probably trying to get rid of uh, those uh, vitamins. And you also have a lot of expensive urine. When you take whole food, true food, you shouldn't have bright yellow urine look uh, coming out after you take your vitamins because your body is using those vitamins. And that's what we call whole food, real food, genuine replacement parts. Now, here's another problem that we deal with um, is the standard American diet. Doc, maybe uh, you could explain uh, the standard American diet. If you stay on that, guess what's going to happen? You're going to be sick, right? That's right. Yeah, the what? standard American diet. I was going to say, why do we say that? Oh, well, because uh, the, the way that we've um, produced the foods and also the way we process the foods, uh, the, the, the nutrients don't make it through. Um, although, uh, you know, they might add things back in. They call that fortified. Oh, you know, doesn't have enough vitamin B in that wheat anymore. It used to have a, a, a good amount, but now it doesn't. Well, they'll add that back in. But like we said, that doesn't do the full action of the real vitamin. Over time, you're going to, you're not going to be able to uh, uh, have the body functioning like it, like it would at the beginning. And also you're going to have uh, a, a uh, you're going to have a bit of toxins that come in there when we're talking about uh, the conventional farming, they'll put on uh, herbicides and pesticides and it's residual in the soil, it gets into the plant. It's not in the ingredient list, but it's there. Um, and that's why you have to use organics. Um, so these conventional foods are depleted of nutrition and they have a toxic load in them. And that means that your body's gonna have to come up with more nutrients to deal with the toxins. Over time, that equals sickness. That's right. So that food, we could call it fake food if you want. That fake food might look good, smell good, and even taste good. But where is the nutrition? The only reason that we even eat food is to sustain life, right? For survival. And it's gotten so far away from that, that uh, it's no longer food. And all these companies, uh, all these big companies, uh, food companies, they hire specialists so that they can make food taste good. You know, you have to hire a specialist now so that your food tastes good. Natural <laughs> food always tastes good, right? But right. They have to hire people to make their food taste good because they're taking all the nutrition out. They're taking all the taste out and uh, leaving you with basically fake food. Uh, the purpose right. of food is to sustain your body to heal, repair. So what Dr. Rob and I do is we use whole food, real food, true food. It just happens to come in a tablet or a capsule form. Uh, but it's real food, which on this planet, you wouldn't think it would be hard to find. But true right. real food is hard to find. Now, here's another problem I see coming in the future is GMO foods. GMO, which stands for genetically modified foods. Uh, we're getting a little bit of this problem right now. But uh, GMO foods uh, are genetically modified, which means that man has changed that. So it's no longer compatible to our body. And we'll see this with people coming in and they're allergic to corn is a big one. We know all commercial corn is GMO. 
And uh, what they do is they change the genetic makeup of corn. And now it's not corn. It's not compatible to our body like it once was. Well, from there, what happens is certain things can adapt to GMO, GMO foods, in this example, corn, and uh, things like viruses can adapt to that. Uh, they'll mutate to something else. They, they survive also. So will bacteria and yeast. And now we're starting to see things that uh, different, uh, what we call immune challenges that we've never seen before. We actually, about a year ago uh, or so, had to come up with a new way to figure out what the heck is going on with this person. So anything there you want to say, Doc? Yeah, um, you had mentioned that uh, flavoring, uh, mm -hmm. that you have to hire a specialist um, when in the past you just eat the food that was good and it would taste good, that's because our, uh, that signal of good taste is a sign, of, if it's natural taste, uh, natural flavor, that was the way that, that um, you know, all, all of life on the earth, you know, you know animals eating plants and, and, and all that, that's the signal that it's good, that it actually has nutrition. That was the sign that it was good to eat for your body. And uh, what's happened is that we've hired people to come up with chemicals that taste like those uh, good nutrition, but it's not. And so it's like a, um, it's it's really cheap to flavor foods, and but it's not really uh, uh, nutritious. And so your body thinks everything's okay when it's not. Yeah, and, and here's another example of changing things. You know, when women wore perfume, that used to be natural smells. All these plugins that you plug into the wall now, all the perfume and cologne that men wear um, is all now chemical. Well, anything you put on your body is going to be absorbed into the body and go, it has to go through the uh, liver. So it used to be all natural. Now it's all chemicals. They, uh, as a side note, if you're going to use perfume or you're going to use cologne, I recommend go uh, uh, without any fragrance and fragrance free is really the best for you. But if you're going to use that, you feel you must use it, then put it on your clothing, not on your skin. Uh, anything you put on your skin is going to get absorbed and the body's going to have to handle it. Our liver is overburdened already uh, with all these chemicals. You know, they, they've been doing studies on stillborn babies, babies that are born at birth, and they're finding out there's 232 different chemicals in a newborn baby. Can you imagine? You're, that's the way that you're starting life now. Now, where are those chemicals coming from? Where are they coming from the mother? The mother's eating food and it has all these uh, chemicals on it. And this isn't something that just happened overnight. I mean, this is uh, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. But uh, there's a lot of chemicals that are out there that our body has to handle that it never used to have to handle. They make 2,000 new chemicals every year, never on this planet, and they make them every year. Last year, they made 2,000. The year before, they made 2,000. This year, they're making 2,000. And they just release them out into the environment. And they don't do a lot of studies on there. There's no requirement to do a study to see long-term studies to see what it does to our environment. And a good example is glyphosate, which is the active ingredient in Roundup. They made that many, many years ago. And glyphosate is a herbicide. And farmers love to use it because it kills the the uh, weeds really, really good. And glyphosate, they started doing studies on it about five years ago, found out that uh, 
that almost everybody, if you've ever eaten any commercial vegetables or fruit, you have glyphosate in you. And glyphosate stops the absorption of vitamin D. So doc, guess what we find with all our patients? Low vitamin D. Yeah, and, and everyone. Uh, it's, it's I, I don't think we've had anybody come in. I can't remember anyone in the last two to three years come in. They were high on vitamin D or it was in a normal range and they weren't taking vitamin D. You know, it used to be called the sunshine vitamin out there. You go out in the sun 10, 15 minutes and you were good for, uh, good for the day. Well, no, it's no longer true. We get people in like uh, construction guys, they got beautiful tans and they're in the sun and they need vitamin D when we send them down for the test. All right, doc, we're gonna take a short break. We'll be back after the break. We'll maybe go over some of the uh, tests that we do at our office that are very unique and their functional test will be back after the break. All right, welcome back listeners. You are listening to the longest running live natural healthcare show in Nashville. We've been doing this for many, many years helping people take their first step on their journey to uh, better health. Health, If I can speak, uh, we'll continue on with the show here. Uh, but this is the show that avoids the fads, the trends, and the bullface lies out there on healthcare. We get down to the nitty gritty and tell you how to get healthy, stay healthy, do it naturally. Uh, a lot of this stuff that we talk about on this show, uh, you, you can't learn anywhere else. Or unfortunately, they don't teach this to you in school or even in college. Uh, I tell you, um, sometimes you have to just find out on your own. You have to take your own journey. That's why we call it a journey. It's a, um, it's a journey of learning and being educated on how to get healthy, stay healthy, and do it all naturally. That's what we do in our office. So we have to work with people on their uh, diets uh, because of the standard American diet. I guarantee if you're on a standard American diet, you will be sick if you're not sick. Uh, you may not even know you're sick. You know, most of these diseases like uh, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, high blood sugar, uh, which is going to be our topic, the high blood sugar uh, today, uh, they've been there for about 10 years. Your body has a thing called homeostasis. It's trying to keep it in balance all the time. And the only time that you start noticing that you're having problems that shows up in the blood or uh, symptoms occur is after the body says, uh-oh, we can't do anything else. Uh, we might as well set off the alarms and all these symptoms start going off just like a fire in a building. The alarm starts to go off and uh, it's a little too late by then, unfortunately, because you already have the problem or the fire's already there. All right, so uh, Doc, we were talking about uh, what we do in our office and why our office is a little bit different than most doctors because we're looking for functional issues. We're not looking for structural issues like tumors, fractures, broken bones, lesions, all those kind of things. We're looking for things that uh, on how they function. Maybe you could clarify that for our new listeners a little bit. What do we mean by function? Sure. Uh, so function is going to be talking about uh, helping the body do what it's designed to do. The functions of the organs, how they work, what you know, what's needed uh, in, in each organ, uh, nutrition wise to be able to do the processes and have them be running as healthy and as well as possible. Now there's, um, uh, 
what normally you might get out there uh, in a in a doctor's office is that you they're looking for a disease. And if you're talking about diseases, well, that's when things are broken down and uh, they want to um, help to take care of the effects of that breaking down. You get a runny nose or you get pain or, uh, you know, your blood sugar is too high. Um, they're going to uh, look at taking care of the effects rather than taking care of the cause. So uh, that's another way to say when we talk about function, we are looking to restore the, the, the function and that means that we're going to get to the cause of the problem. Um, when you, and also uh, that small difference there does make all the difference in your health and the quality of life. That's right. So when we find something that isn't functioning properly, we're not talking about taking a drug because the drug doesn't help with function. What the drug does is it bypasses the gland or organ and does what it's designed to do. If it's to bring cholesterol down, then it's designed to bring cholesterol down. The problem with that approach is that you have to be on the drug the rest of your life. And it's not fixing anything. You're managing it. That's why they call it managed care. You're managing your health care. Now, unfortunately, if you're on uh, three or four drugs, then when you come to us, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, uh, we know that there are three, at least three things in your body that need help. They're breaking down. They're not functioning properly. So what we have to do, and Dr. Rob and I have nothing against medicine, except it's probably overutilized, uh, but we have to build underneath that medicine. We got to find out what is it that's causing that blood pressure to go up? What is it that's causing that blood sugar to go up? What is it that's causing that cholesterol to go up? And we have to fix it. Now, how do we fix it, Doc? With nutrition. There you go. Whole food, real food, genuine replacement parts. That's what the body is designed to do. Uh, unfortunately, uh, over time and due to shelf life for a lot of foods, uh, and we want all our food fast now, fast foods. No, it doesn't mean you can't eat any of that, but you have to have a good supply, a good quantity of good food coming in to handle some of the bad food. So that's what we have to work with. We have to work with people that, um, that come in and we call them carb adapted because the standard American diet is high in carbohydrates, which is a sugar and low in fat. And really it should be the opposite way. It should be high in good fats and low in carbohydrates. So we got to get the person from being carb adapted, burning carbs as their fuel to fat adapted. And that takes a little bit of time to uh, work with uh, somebody on that. Now, we've got to find out also, where are you? When you walk into our office, we want to know functionally where you're at. Well, we've got a couple of very unique um, tests that we do. And one of them is called the uh, heart sound recorder. We've talked about this many times. We're very excited to have this. Uh, Doc, you talk about the heart sound recorder and I'll talk about the heart rate variable. So what is the heart sound recorder for our new listeners? Sure. The heart sound recorder is um, a lot of what it sounds like. The, uh, sound, the heart makes sounds called a beat, and uh, we are measuring that beat, what it's doing in each of the four valves of the heart. You know, there's four chambers. Each one has a valve, and that valve is going to behave <clears throat> differently if there's any kind of nutritional issue 
it will change the way that it sounds. This uh, heart sound recorder gives us a graph for each one of those valves and we can read it kind of like an, out, an output on an EKG, um, which is only measuring the nerves of the heart. This is slightly different. We're measuring the actual sound that the heart valves make instead. But the graph looks uh, similar where you have uh, the what you have the beat uh, first part and the second part and it goes along and we can see is in each valve it's going to tell us slightly different things say the pulmonic valve that's the one that goes to the lungs um, the lungs are sensitive to your stress levels they're sensitive to breathing all those types of things so those that's the information we look for if you got a nutritional issue where those are not functioning like they should be we can look and see what the sounds are, see what will uh, happen when we actually give you that nutrition. We can measure it before you take the, nutri the nutrition and we can measure it after you take it to see the differences that the nutrition can make in your heartbeat and in your lungs. That's right. Uh, and it, it happens fast. Like if we find that you're low on a certain nutrition, let's just say vitamin B, that comes up a lot. Let's say that you're low on vitamin B. Well, we find the correct vitamin B and there's different vitamin Bs. So we find the correct vitamin B in a supplement form. We have you chew that up. We wait 10 minutes, run that heart sound recorder again, and it will already be changing. That's how sensitive the heart is to uh, supplements. Now, here's the reverse of that, Doc. Uh, when we find somebody that's taking a B complex. Let's say they bought it on the open market. It's one of those synthetic Bs that we were talking about. Yeah. It will make the heart sound recorder look worse. So that's how we know that uh, nutraceuticals, chemicals are not good for the heart. It kind of irritates the heart. There's an area of the heart that's supposed to be a straight line and it will make that line go up and down. So we have to rule that out and find out is that person are they taking the uh, synthetic vitamins? And if they are, then what we wanna do is we wanna get them, of course, off of that and onto some plant-based uh, vitamin Bs. So that's mm -hmm. one thing that we use there to verify what's going on in the body and see what condition, basically, your condition is in. We have another one that's quite unique. It's called the heart rate variable. Now, the heart rate variable was actually designed by the Russians uh, there was a Russian scientist. Uh, I think they kept him uh, in the basement of the Kremlin. <laughs> but uh, yeah. what what is what they designed it for is they wanted to win at the Olympics. So they'd strap these uh, Russians in there. And uh, if they came up on this little chart up in the left-hand corner, which is really, really good, then they knew they had the athletic ability to become an Olympian. So they became an Olympian. And then yeah. if, they were, if they were down in the the right-hand corner. Um, I think they sent them to Siberia. I'm not sure. But anyways. You know, you, you know what they would do uh, on that? They they didn't um, just go to places where people were you know, athletes and things. They went everywhere and they screened right. everyone. And that, that, was, uh, that was actually really uh, telling because they didn't matter if you were a gymnast or not. They yeah. would go and send you to go get trained and then, and then you could just out gym i don't know what they call that they you could out uh um your athletic ability was so much better the training was just an afterthought after that yeah yeah because they wanted to to have the odds on winning on the olympics and then what <laughs> happened is uh the uh 
Iron Curtain fell, or the uh, mm -hmm. uh, it, it it is no longer uh, there. And uh, what then the scientist uh, that actually developed it grabbed all his stuff and came to America. So that's how we got it. So that's a little history on the heart rate variable. But uh, what it does is it tells us your functional body age, how, how, if you have weak glands and organs, how are you running inside, which is very uh, informational to know. Uh, I, you know, we get people that are 50 years old and they're running like they're 60 and 70 inside. And the other thing that it uh, allows us to do is that I call it our sleep number and it gives us a number and it tells us how well you're sleeping. Are you getting into that good quality sleep? Two great things that you need to know uh, as a starting point and how they're improving as you go through this. All right, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back after the break. Dr. Brian Foley and Dr. Rob, and we are your natural health care doctors, uh, also known as your alternative doctors. Uh, natural has now become alternative. All right, uh, a little housekeeping here. If you uh, want to go to our Facebook, uh, you can do that. It's at uh, Dr. Foley Facebook, uh, HWC, which stands for Health and Wellness Center. That's our name of our office there. Uh, we are on Facebook. Uh, we're posting uh, things that are going on uh, in the uh, office. Uh, if you'd like a free health survey, if you don't live in this area, you can't make it to the office, we offer a service where uh, a free, we send you a survey. It takes about three or four minutes to fill out and you send it back and we can uh, get you a nutritional protocol. A lot of people will make sure that they're heading on the road to better health by doing that. Also, before we get started, we do have our subject here today, which is going to be on blood sugar. We'll be talking about blood sugar here, but we have a special this week. It is uh, a blood sugar awareness month. So we got our special week here, which is our blood sugar awareness week. And we have a, a blood sugar buster special. The, it will include blood tests and the test and coming in for the full evaluation. You'll be, we'll be using those, uh, uh, tests that we talked about in the last uh, segment there. And uh, the whole purpose of this is to bring your blood sugar down. It'll eliminate insulin resistance, which is what we're going to talk about here in a little bit, and reverse diabetes, which is the next step after insulin resistant. If you're having any blood sugar issues, uh, can't keep it in, even if you're on the medication. Uh, a lot of times uh, we can uh, build underneath that medication with the idea of uh, decreasing it. We do that many, many times uh, with pa uh, patients. We're able to. Uh, but if you'd like to come in, have the evaluation, uh, it's $69. It's normally $178. And that includes uh, the blood sugar buster blood test special. So you're going to get that blood test and it'll go over all kinds of things like your A1C, your glucose, uh, insulin, all those things uh, are important to maintain good blood sugar. All right, plus you get the full functional evaluation along with that. If you'd like to, uh, you'd like to participate in that, just call the office 615-333-0021, 615-333-0021. 
1-800-273-0021 and uh, leave your name and number. That's a voicemail. You will not, nobody's going to answer. And then uh, we'll have a staff tomorrow, give you a call and get you scheduled in. All right. For that's the blood sugar buster special. We're calling that. All right, doc. So we are going to talk about blood sugar and this is a very important topic. Uh, we almost with everybody that walks in that office, we have to uh, handle the uh, blood sugar to get other things to work right. But just in general, there's 32.4 million people in America that already have and know they have diabetes. 88 million uh, are insulin resistant. That's one in three people walking around in the United States are insulin resistant and one in 10 have diabetes. And that's about 36% of the population has some type of a blood sugar issue. Now, Doc, do you think that that could be related to our the food that we're eating? Oh, 100%. <laughs> yes. All right. So um, so we, we have to handle that part. Like I talked about earlier, most people are carb adapted. They're burning carbohydrates in their body for fuel. And we got to get them fat adapted. We got to get them so that they're burning fat. And actually, when you burn a carbohydrate, which is also known as a sugar, uh, it actually takes two extra steps in your body to burn a carbohydrate. When you burn fat, it's like burning premium gas in there. Uh, you don't have those two extra steps and your body really wants to burn fat. But there's so many carbs in our diet that uh, we can't do that. So here's a rule of thumb that uh, you should use. You should eat no more than 75 net carbs of uh, net carbs per day. That's all your body can handle is 75. Now, Doc, maybe you could explain what is a net carb? Sure. The net carbs we're talking about would be uh, when you say net anything, you've done a little bit of math. So it's but it's not hard. Uh, the reason what we're doing is they'll count fiber that your body doesn't use in with the carbohydrates that your body does use. So what we have to do is remove all that fiber out. Uh, and, you know, so they'll, they'll say total carbohydrates and that's the number that you're subtracting from. And then they say number, the fiber that's in there, to, total grams of that. You just minus that fiber out of the total. And then what's left over is net carbs or the leftover carbs that your body does use. That's what's going to affect your blood sugar. That's right. So this is more like when you're reading a label, it'll say total carbs. Let's say it says 25 total carbs. Then you go down that label and you find the fiber and it says five grams of fiber. And what happens is uh, you minus the five off the 25 and you got 20 net carbs. Now, the reason we do that is that we don't absorb the fiber. So it just goes like right through us. So, uh, so we want to eat 25 net carbs per day, no more than 25 net carbs per day. That's all our body can handle. Anything over 75 grams of net carbs will be sent to the liver, changed to triglycerides and stored as fat. And matter of fact, you're, you want to keep your triglycerides if you're doing a blood test. Uh, I know medically they say one, uh, it's 128, I believe is the number, uh, laboratory wise or medically, but we want that triglycerides 100 or below. And if you're, do, if you're triglycerides, if you're looking at a blood test, your triglycerides are 100 and below, that's really good. Uh, it's better than the average uh, person. 
All right. So, um, so Doc, maybe just in general, you can kind of set this up for us where when we're dealing with blood sugar, we're looking at several things like the pancreas, the liver, and those kind of things. So uh, maybe you could explain what is the purpose of the pancreas and why is that involved in uh, blood sugar? Sure. So uh, the pancreas is a small uh, organ just uh, by the stomach <clears throat> that's involved in creating enzymes for your digestion. And uh, that's in the, the head of the pancreas. In the tail of the pancreas, which we're going to talk about today, is the part that produces the insulin for blood sugar regulation. And <clears throat> the, uh, the uh, insulin is, is produced in an area uh, called the islets of Langerhans. Say that five times fast. Um, and uh, what, what that's doing is it's um, going, your body's monitoring the blood sugar and it will produce insulin, which is like an escort or a key that when sugar comes along in the blood and, and goes near a cell, the insulin says, yeah, you can go in. Um, and if there's no insulin there, it won't let those carbohydrate, those sugars into the cells. So it's a way of managing how much energy is going into the cells uh, and it's to be used. And <clears throat> when you have a uh, high blood sugar, uh, which is a lot more people uh, have the high blood sugar rather than low, um, there's going to be some different things that happen that, uh, that sets you up for some problems. Um, and uh, we could talk a little bit about that. Uh, like one of those things is you eat a carb meal and then uh, you get a blood sugar spike. It, your body takes care of that. And then you get hungry a couple hours later. So having uh, uh, early hunger before the next meal time is a big sign that you're eating a lot of carbs. That's right. And we've, we've probably all experienced it's like an Italian meal. You know, you eat this Italian meal, it has a lot of pasta, which is your carbohydrates. And you're sitting at the table and you're just stuffed. You couldn't eat it anymore. And then 20 <laughs> minutes later, you're like starving. It's like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. And I just ate all that food. Well, that's because that was a lot of carbohydrates in there. So as we're working with somebody, what we have to do is a person is cutting down on carbs and I get this complaint all the time. Oh, I've tried to cut my carbs back and I get cravings and I'm hungry all the time. Well, one way to overcome that is to make sure you got some good fats in your diet. Fat does not make you fat, but you have to have fat to uh, make you feel full. And in the American diet, like I said earlier, in the American diet, the where it's low on fat and it's high on carbs. So we're trying to reverse that to some degree. We want it to be higher in fat and we want it to be low in carbs. Now, some people come in and we tell them, oh, yeah, you're uh, you shouldn't have any more than 75 net carbs. And they'll say, oh, this is a low carb diet. <laughs> right. And uh -huh. say, no, it's a normal carb diet. It's not a low carb diet because the average American is eating 400 to 500 carbohydrates per day. So when we got somebody that's coming in and maybe they're on metformin, they've been diagnosed as diabetes type two, which is reversible. We do it all the time ourselves uh, for our patients. Uh, but uh, what happens is um, we have to handle that carbs. Now, doc, people that are diabetic, they really watch their uh, sugar intake really really close don't they uh not at all unless they figured it out and they said oh i'm gonna i'm gonna do something about this then they do watch it more closely 
Right, because the medicine and the, here's what most people do that are diabetic too. They, they kind of uh, monitor their, if they're still monitoring it, some people get tired of it, but uh, they're monitoring their blood sugar and uh, they say, oh, I'll have a, an, a piece of pie or whatever it is, high in carbs, high in sugar. I'll just take more medicine or I'll just take more insulin. Well, the problem is the medicine and the insulin. That'll wear out those uh, arteries over time. That's not the way that the body uh, handles that kind of stuff. Now, don't get us wrong. We don't want you to be to have uncontrolled blood sugar, but we have to start controlling the blood sugar. We're going to have to start looking at the diet if you want to uh, reverse your diabetes. Uh, and then uh, we got to get you fat adapted. So these are the things that we have to uh, work on. Not only that, but we've got nutrition to uh, rehab the pancreas. The islets of Langerhan, as Dr. Uh, Rob was talking about, uh, that's what makes your uh, insulin. Now, here's another little thing that we have to always be aware of. And a lot of people aren't aware of this. And a lot of doctors don't draw the insulin when they're checking your blood sugar. They're just looking at what's called your glucose, which is a spot shot of where you're at right now, and your A1C, which is about a three to four month average of your glucose, and they don't check your insulin. Now, the reason you want to check insulin is because your insulin could be very high and your blood sugar numbers look normal. Well, that's the body's attempt to handle that and keep the blood sugar normal. So you always have to look at the insulin to see what's going on. Okay, we'll talk about that a little bit more, but we're gonna take a break right now and we'll be back after the break. Doctors are your picture doctors. Uh, we don't uh, cut things out of you in the name of health. We don't burn things out of you in the name of health. We don't give you chemicals in the name of health. What we do is give you food, real food, whole food, genuine replacement parts. And that's what fixes the body. All right. We've been talking about the, uh, our subject here today is blood sugar. And uh, we do have, uh, this is Blood Sugar Awareness Month, and we do have a blood sugar uh, week here at our office, and we're running a blood sugar special. We're calling it the Blood Sugar Buster Special. We're going to bust that blood sugar up, and if you're diabetic, we can reverse that. If you have insulin resistance, uh, we can eliminate that. Uh, the Blood Sugar uh, Buster Special is also has a blood test with it. We'll be looking at your insulin, your A1C, your glucose. Uh, if you want to come in and participate in this, anyone that has a blood sugar uh, problem or is concerned about their blood sugar, like I was saying earlier, you could have normal blood numbers, but high insulin, which hardly ever gets checked. Uh, you can come in this week and uh, this week only. And for $69, uh, you can get the full evaluation, which takes about 45 minutes to an hour. You'll meet Dr. Rob or myself and uh, we'll find out what you want to handle. We'll do all our functional testing. Then we'll have you come back. We'll go over all the testing. Uh, make sure you're in the right spot. We'll go over all your blood tests. Uh, the normal fee for that is $178, but this week it's $69. 
So if you'd like to come in, participate in that, uh, you can call 615-333-0021, 615-333-0021. Uh, that is a voicemail. Just leave your name and number, and we will have somebody um, somebody tomorrow. We'll give you a call, and we'll get you scheduled in for that evaluation. All right, Doc. So uh, we were talking about insulin. I just wanted to clear that up a little bit. Uh, insulin is the hormone that uh, brings the sugar into the cell. And you can have high insulin and still have normal blood sugar numbers because it hasn't gone into diabetes yet. So a lot of times what happens is uh, the person, if we don't run that insulin uh, number, then the person looks like and appears to be okay on their sugar. And they are not aware that, uh-oh, there's a blood deregulation going on here and uh, it needs to be handled. It's a lot easier to handle that at that point than it is when the person becomes diabetic. So insulin resistance, we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, just to have a number, let's say you had an ounce of sugar what is insulin resistance is what I'm going to let you know. But if you had an ounce of sugar, you would need, say, an ounce of insulin to, uh, to manage that and take that sugar and put it into the cells. Insulin resistance is you have an ounce of sugar, and now you need an ounce and a half or two ounces of insulin to pull it into the uh, cells. Now, you probably never need that much uh, insulin, but that's just an example. So you need a lot sure. of insulin to handle the same amount of sugar. Sure. So, you know, um, yeah. when you're talking about measuring the insulin, that's a really good uh, early warning type of thing to look at. Some people will go in and say, hey, you know, do I have problems? Uh, you know, am I diabetic? Do I have sugar problems? And they might just get uh, the test called the A1C, um, which is something that happens later on in the uh, in the, in, you know, as your body starts to get more worn out with the carbs, um, later on is when the A1C will be a problem. At the earlier on is when the insulin is a problem. And so it's much, uh, it is a much um, more, uh, it's an earlier warning to, to you to get that one and see, oh, my insulin is too high when I'm uh, fasting or it's too high when I'm not fasting. It doesn't matter which one, there's just different things going on. But if it's too high, then we know that you've got uh, you've got things that that are happening in the body that uh, well, we should take a look at this, and that way you don't ever get into the full problem of the A1C and the diabetes. That's right. We can we want to catch that as early as we possibly can, and we actually have another test that we do. It's not necessarily for for blood strictly for blood, but we run this on almost everyone, and it's for your adrenals. It's called the ASI test which stands for adrenal stress index test. And in that test, it's a saliva test. All your active, it's measuring cortisol is what it's measuring, but all your active cortisol is in your saliva. So it's a take-home test, you do this at home. But uh, one of the results on that is insulin. They check your insulin and it checks it against uh, you eating or if you're not eating, which would be norm, known as fasting, so it checks you when you're eating or fasting, and it can tell us and give us even an earlier warning than it coming up in the blood uh, that, hey, something's up here. And again, you can correct that if you're fasting 
uh, meaning that your insulin is high when you're not eating, that is a bigger problem. If it just comes up in your eating, then you probably have too many carbs or too much sugar in your uh, diet. But that's a way that it's called functional insulin resistance. It may not show up in the blood at that time, but we pick that up very early on a lot of people that come in. And that test we run on almost everyone that walks into the office to see what's going on. Right. Yeah, when we have a, a lot of people who do have uh, insulin issues. And of course, uh, that's going to be adding in uh, the part of why we do it on the saliva test or why it's done uh, in the saliva test is that that sh blood sugar going up and down, um, it adds to your stress load. And that's part of the picture here, uh, why American Americans are more stressed out. Um, we've got a stress source coming from our food, believe it or not. That's right. And uh, that's why it's done on a... Um, an adrenal test. We're really testing the cortisol for the adrenals. Um, so it's on an adrenal test. So we're testing the adrenals, which sugar, if it's too high, whether you're fasting or non-fasting, um, is really hard on your adrenals too. So a lot of people don't re realize that. And uh, they, they just think, kind of think that sugar runs separate from everything else. But in the body, everything affects everything. And if we don't get that <laughs> sugar under control, say you come in with high blood pressure and you have high sugar too, we're going to have to get that sugar under control to handle the high blood pressure. Or we're going to have to get that sugar under control to handle the uh, high cholesterol or to handle the adrenal fatigue. It's almost impossible. Now you can control it by medicine too, but our, our approach would be want to fix the problem, not just control the problem. But uh, that blood sugar will stop a lot of healing. And guess what else it stops, Doc? <laughs> uh, the blood weight loss, yes. Yeah. So we get people in. They said, well, I could lose a little bit of weight. But then I, then I just plateaued out. We check them and they're insulin resistant. Mm. So yeah, go ahead. We, we've got so much uh, going on with our diet. Don't realize all these effects that happen. And, uh, and that's why this is uh, such a good thing to start getting into and start looking into. Um, you know, is your blood sugar uh, too high? Well, that could affect your, uh, your ability to handle stress. It could affect your ability to lose weight. It could uh, be the reason why your blood sugar is too high or your blood right. pressure is too high. All right, Doc, we're going to have to take a break. We'll be back after the break. strives to provide accurate and trustworthy information. The advice given on this program is based on a short description of symptoms given by the caller and is given with the understanding that neither the station nor the host is offering a diagnosis or cure for any health-related condition. No sickness or physical disorder can be accurately diagnosed through the format of this program. Thus, anyone seeking advice should consult with their own medical professionals before pursuing any cures, procedures, or treatments suggested on the radio.
Welcome to the Natural Healthcare Show. If you struggle with weight or belly fat, have metabolism issues, or find it hard to fall asleep but are always tired, Dr. Brian Foley is here to lead you on a path to better health through a natural approach to healthcare. If you would like to talk to Dr. Brian Foley, give us a call at 615-737-9986. Now, here's your hosts for today's show, Dr. Brian Foley. Welcome back, listeners. This is Dr. Brian Foley and Dr. Rob. We are your natural health care doctors, and uh, we are here to get you started on your journey to uh, better health if you're not already on your journey to better health. And uh, we feel that we have a better way to do it. We know we have a way that uh, when we say something's going to work, it will work. And we use nutrition, everything natural at our office to uh, get you healthy and keep you healthy. All right, a couple of things here, a little housekeeping again. Uh, If you are not from the Nashville area and you'd like to know uh, what Whole Foods can do to help your health, we can send you a free health survey. And all you have to do is just email me your first name, last name, and you email that to myfreehealthsurvey at gmail.com. If you want to go to our Facebook, it's Dr. Brian Foley slash HWC stands for Health and Wellness Center, Brian Foley, HWC, and that's our Facebook if you're looking for us there. Uh, If you want to listen to our past radio shows, you can go to our website, youralternativedoctor.com, and doctor spelled out, youralternativedoctor.com. And we're also found on Spotify and Google Podcast. All you have to do is just search Dr. Brian Foley, and you will see all of the uh, past radio shows with all different subjects on there. And again, I want to mention, this is Blood Sugar uh, Health Month, Blood Sugar Awareness Health Month, and we do have a blood sugar special that we're running in our office. We call it the Blood Sugar Buster. If you're having any problems with your blood sugar, if your doctor told you you have a Uh, diabetes or you do have diabetes uh, type 2 even type 1 we can help the goal on type 1 diabetes is to cut that insulin units that you're using in half because it's the insulin that's going to uh, cause the uh, problems so uh, if you want to come in get a, a functional evaluation find out where your blood sugar is we're also throwing in the blood sugar buster blood test and uh, that will check Uh, several things for your blood sugar and one of them hardly ever gets checked but it will be on there and you can do all of that for $69 so your blood test your full functional evaluation the normal fee on that's $178 but this week only it's it's $69 Uh, all you have to do is just call the office 615-333-0021 615-333-0021. Now that's a voicemail. Nobody's going to answer that. Just leave your name and number and we will get you scheduled in. Now that we have a limited space. So call in, we'll take you as you call in and uh, hopefully it won't be filled up. But 615-333-0021, you get your blood sugar test, blood test, you get your full functional evaluation and you can get that all for $69. The normal fee is $178 on there. And that's to help eliminate insulin resistant and reverse diabetes. All right, Doc. So um, anything else there that you wanted to say about the uh, blood sugar? 
from the last segment we've got we kind of ran over a little bit did yeah sure uh we've got that uh we'll talk about those different issues that come from eating these uh carbs and driving up that blood sugar um uh there's some other things that'll happen as far as symptom wise uh that you'll get when you when you start having that happen um one of them that's pretty easy is uh uh that you'll be thirsty and you want to pee a lot and that's because your body's flushing out uh sugars using through the kidneys and uh and uh that's what actually the name diabetes comes from that's what it means is it makes you that you're peeing a lot that's right and uh, believe it or not the old way that they uh found out if you were diabetic uh, was they had a urine tester, <laughs> a person that had to taste the urine and see if it tasted sugary. How would you like that job, Doc? That, that's definitely not on my description of jobs that I want. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the poor soul that had to do that, but that's the way they started figuring out uh, that a person was diabetic. So um, luckily, we don't have to do that anymore. I think uh, <laughs> yeah. computers will do that for us now. So yeah. we, don't, we, we haven't, we haven't tasted <laughs> urine in uh, a few years, at least. So, but, but that's a true story. That's the way that they used to uh, check that is uh, they, they had a urine taster. And if it tasted sweet, uh, there was a special name for it. I can't remember what they called it, but if it tasted huh. sweet, uh, they knew that you had a, a sugar problem, a urine problem. All right. Yeah. They so, also talked about, uh, you know, we talked about being very hungry and talked about uh -huh. why the, yeah, the and, carbohydrate thing. Uh, right. So those are, I know a lot of people are hungry and thirsty out there, but if you, if you're also peeing a lot, um, right. especially getting up in the night to go to the bathroom and uh, pee, that can be a big sign too. Yeah. And thirst, thirst is a big one that I get, uh, I, I find a lot of people uh, have is that they're thirsty all the time. Um, and then uh, of course they're, they're peeing a lot too. And those could be signs that uh, you're diabetic. Even here's here's the kicker, though. This is why I, I recommend people come in and take advantage of this uh, special we have going, because you could have normal blood sugar. And a lot of times the doctor doesn't run that insulin and you start running that insulin. And it's a whole different ball game because now you can see, OK, that insulin's too high. Now, here's another thing about uh, uh, lab numbers. Dr. Rob and I, we use uh, functional numbers versus laboratory numbers. All those numbers that you see, and I'm sure uh, our listeners have seen uh, their blood tests at one time or another, all those numbers that appear on that blood test are called laboratory numbers. Those are disease numbers. Those are numbers for sick people. We want to know where does a healthy person stay? Uh, where's their numbers? And these are called functional numbers. Now, they were put together many, many years ago. Uh, by the endocrinologist, and then they forgot about them because they don't use them today, but we use them all the time. So we want to know functionally, where are those numbers? Because they could be, here's another scenario, they could be laboratory okay, but not functionally okay. Uh, like, uh, like the blood sugar, uh, 126 or 128 is too high for functionally for us. We got to get that down to 100 or below is what we want. And it's it's not that hard to actually do that, but uh, that, those are the numbers that we want to shoot for. Now, in my opinion, everybody, because of the way our food supply is, everybody should be checking their uh, blood sugar. All you have to do is just go down to uh, Walgreens or, or CVS and buy one of those uh, blood sugaring monitors. 
you don't have to check it every day, but you'd be shocked at where your blood is, uh, is, is at. The best time to check it, if you're going to check it on your own, is first thing in the morning when you wake up because you hadn't eaten anything. That's going to give you your most accurate number. And you want that number 100 or below. Now, we can also talk a little bit about the liver because the liver gets involved in uh, blood sugar also. Um, a lot of people don't know that your liver holds a cup of sugar, a cup of glucose. Everyone's uh, liver does. And it goes through a cycle at night and it starts to dump out that sugar at nighttime. And what happens if that sugar gets dumped out too much uh, at night, Doc? Well, um, that sugar will, uh, of course, go up and then come way, way down because you have a blood sugar spike like normal in the daytime. But then um, that turns on your adrenals, which are supposed to be off at night. It doesn't bother you in the daytime, but at night it'll wake you up. And uh, so you'll wake up and have to go to the bathroom and then your brain is on or you just can't go back to sleep. And uh, some sometimes people will uh, stay up the rest of the night. Sometimes it'll take them a long time to go to sleep. That's right. And a lot of times that's an indication. If you're getting up in the middle of the night and have to go to the bathroom, that's an indication at least it's an indication that there's a blood dysregulation. It could be insulin resistant. It could be functional insulin resistant. And it could indicate if you haven't ever been checked that it might be diabetic. You might just be uh, making too much uh, sugar and your body has to handle it one way or the other. So you're getting up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. Now, a lot of times it's just that the person isn't uh, diabetic but their liver is dumping out that sugar and it's dumping too much out and they're getting up to go to the bathroom. So one thing that can help that is two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar just before bed. You put it in about four ounces of water. If you don't like that pungent taste of apple cider vinegar, then you can put a little stevia in there. Stevia is an herb, it's kind of sweet if you don't know what stevia is. But you put that in there, it'll cut that pungent taste. But a lot of times taking two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar before you go to sleep will give that liver a little extra support and you won't dump out so much sugar and you won't wake up at night. Another good thing to uh, give Doc would be what? For if they didn't like the apple cider vinegar idea, what else could they do to give their liver a little extra support before bed? Um, well, there's a uh, beta food, it's mm -hmm. uh, very helpful. Um, that's a standard process product that supports the liver, um, helps to uh, regulate things better. Right. And, be <clears throat> and beta food is basically beets. So the liver loves beets and it never gets enough beets, believe it or not. Yep. So, so taking four or five of those just before bed uh, mm -hmm. could also help to support the uh, liver and um, keep you from getting up at night. Yeah, mm. I know we're going to get to these at the end, but um, also uh, could mention there's other products as well uh, from Standard Process that help support the, the uh, blood sugar handling. Um, my favorite one of those that from Standard Process is called Diaplex. And that's yeah. something that you would generally do um, whether or not you're getting up in the night if you, if you have blood sugar issues. Right. The, the, the nice thing about the Diaplex is that it... Um, it basically uh, works on the pancreas, 
it, it's a multiple product. So it works on the pancreas, it works on the liver. There's liver support in there, pancreas support. Uh, there is uh, support for the blood itself and the sugar in the blood. So that's um, a good overall way to start there on that one. So yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a a way to uh, to really support nutritionally all those <clears throat> processes that happen uh, along the way uh, and areas that get affected by high blood sugar like the kidneys too. Right, and another thing that uh, that helps if you're trying to maintain your blood sugar, uh, one thing that helps that we haven't talked about. It's not a product, but it's something that anybody can do, and that is uh, exercise. Uh, especially aerobic exercise will burn up your blood sugar. And it doesn't have to be, you don't have to go to the gym and work out for two or three hours, but just a 20, 30 minute walk will burn up a lot of blood sugar in your, uh, in your arteries. And people that do check their blood sugar, you can check, get to one of those monitors like I was talking about from Walgreens or CVS. Uh, you check your blood sugar before you go on your walk see where it's at, go on your 20, 30 minute walk. And you'll be surprised how, how much just that walk drops your blood sugar. So aerobic exercise, and that costs you nothing, but a little bit of time. And if you don't want to walk, then you can, you know, if you have a stationary bike, a, a treadmill at home, then use that. And uh, it'll still work just as well. All right, doc, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back after the break. doctor and dr rob is also your alternative doctor and we're on uh we're on the radio today to let you know about how to get healthy stay healthy and do it all naturally you are listening to the longest running live natural health care show here in nashville uh, we've been doing this for many many years having people take their first journey to better health uh, we are talking about blood sugar today and anything dealing with blood sugar if you do have a, a question and you don't want to call in, some people don't like to do that, uh, you can always email us. This is a live show here. Uh, nutritionalquestion at gmail.com. And that's nutritionalquestion at gmail.com. And we'll read your question over the air and answer that to the best of our ability. Also want to let you know, uh, we do have, it is Blood Sugar Awareness Month. We do have a blood sugar awareness special. We call it the blood sugar buster special. Uh, we'll bust that blood sugar down to normal uh, ranges. So uh, this also includes a blood test. So you get a uh, sugar blood test. It's $69 plus the full evaluation. And uh, we'll show you three easy steps in order to handle blood sugar. Uh, we want to eliminate the insulin resistance, and we can also want to reverse the diabetes. If it's diabetes 2, then we got a great chance of reversing it. All right. If you'd like to participate in that, you'd like to take advantage of it. It's normally $178, but it's $69 this week only. $69, best money you'll ever spend. You get the blood test. You get the full evaluation. Uh, you make sure that everything's going uh, well with your uh, blood sugar. Uh, 
no issue will totally clear up unless we handle that blood sugar one way or the other. So if you'd like to do that, all you have to do is call the office 615-333-0021, 615-333-0021. Now leave your name and number. That's a voicemail. Nobody's going to answer that, but just leave your name and number. And um, I'll have one of my staff give you a call tomorrow and we'll be We'll be taking it as you call in. Now, it is limited, so call now. Get your name on the list there, 615-333-0021. All right, Doc, was there anything from the last segment that uh, you wanted to wrap up? Um, no, I think we're good on uh, on those things. Um, right. I, did, I did want to mention one thing, if, uh, if sure. that's okay now. Um, so, uh, some of these other symptoms, uh, <clears throat> like having numb, tingling hands or feet uh -huh. or having blurry vision, these right. are, uh, signs of a blood sugar issue because, um, when you're diabetic or even pre-diabetic, um, you can get so many times that the blood sugar goes too high that the sugar itself is damaging your body. Um, yeah. So if you think about this, you don't think about going uh, and eating a, a a large pasta meal or some, you know, as that being that uh, you don't think of that being something that can damage you. But yeah. um, over time, um, quite uh, it's it's not it's not a um, uh, it's a really one of the saddest things about uh, diabetics uh, is that they get this uh, nerve damage called neuropathy. Mm -hmm. where they can't feel their feet or they they're having burning sensations the nerves when they start going wrong they do all sorts of things that seem strange uh because they're giving they're not working well they're giving you the wrong signals and uh and so this is a, something that can happen if somebody's been <clears throat> uh had a, a blood sugar issue over time uh they can develop this issue of the of the nerves starting to, to deteriorate Right. And basically, if your blood sugar, if you have a blood dysregulation, now you don't have to have diabetes. I mean, that's the that's the extent, that's the worst of the whole thing. And diabetes can be deadly. I had a friend of mine, uh, he didn't take care of himself. He was uh, diabetic. His name was uh, um, Rick. And uh, he got an ulcer in his foot, which is very common with diabetes. And it wouldn't heal. So they cut off his toes. Then they cut off his foot. They cut off his leg and I was wondering how he was doing one day. And I called up to his house and his wife said, oh, he died last week. Uh, this was many years ago now, but it really brought home how deadly this blood sugar can be. And it didn't take him long, maybe a year or two. And uh, he was gone after uh, they started cutting off his toes. Mm -hmm. So these blood vessels, see that blood runs into the, in the blood vessels and it can damage the blood, blood vessels. It can make them weak. And not only that, it's, it's leaking out through your kidneys. Now we do uh, a urine test and we can see, is there any sugar coming out through the kidneys? Uh, that's always, that could be the first sign uh, to somebody that uh, if they didn't know that they might be diabetic or at least insulin resistant. But once those blood vessels start to get um, damaged, that can lead to other things like kidney uh, disease or kidney failure. This is one test that we always check on people, regardless of whether they're diabetic or not. Uh, your kidneys, you could have kidney disease and not even know it. 
It's your, the name. name of the test you want to do is called the GFR. G as in George, F as in Foley, and R as in uh, Dr. Rob, okay? <laughs> so GFR uh, is the test that you need to run, and that's not a standard test. They don't run that, but you could have kidney disease, not even know it because there's no pain involved in it. It's kind of like diabetes, you know, there's no pain involved, so you may not even know you have it. Uh, it will also can lead, if you damage the blood sugar, damages the uh, arteries, the blood arteries, the vessels in your uh, body. It can lead to stroke, heart attack. Of course, uh, it's been there for a while when, uh, when these occur, but vision loss or even blindness is caused by, um, by diabetes. Of course, it weakens your immune system. Now, this is something that's real important nowadays. Everybody's worried about their immune system. Uh, so it weakens your immune system and it will increase your risk of infections. And that's not what you want. This is for the guys. Of course, it's going to affect your uh, rectile. It'll give you rectile dysfunction. Uh, so if you're having blood sugar problems or you have rectile dysfunction, that could be a sign of a blood sugar uh, problem. And then, of course, like you said, uh, neuropathy, we deal with that a lot at our office. And uh, there is a way to heal neuropathy. Probably people, if they're listening to the show, can hear that ad. But uh, there is a way to heal neuropathy, and it works very well. Uh, again, uh, I think we mentioned this, it leads to poor circulation, like in the legs. And that's when you start getting those ulcers and stuff that don't heal up. So yeah. it's, it's really, a, it, it, in the long run, it's really a deadly uh, condition that is, for some reason, taken very lightly by uh by people yeah it's interesting because uh, we know that it's one of the top it's uh, among the top three killers in the country um and yet uh you know every meal that you're sitting down to um gets you closer or further away and and, and that's what we want to do is help people to learn uh about where they're at and what they can do to uh get themselves uh, if they need to turn around or, or if they're doing good, um, that's great too. But, uh, but to know where you are at is really important because this is something that just slowly sneaks up over time, but you don't that's know. Right. Yeah, that's right. Because there's no pain involved in it. That's why you don't know. If you don't know the signals of being thirsty a, a lot, you don't know the signals of, uh, having to go to the bathroom and, uh, pee a lot. Um, then it can lead to other things. And most people, um, it might take them years. They might have uh, blood dysregulation for years before they <laughs> ever discover that it's even uh, a problem. Uh, so, uh, and again, one of the hidden things is you might even have the blood test where they're checking your A1C and your glucose. Those numbers look good, but what about the insulin? That's a sign that uh, there's a blood dysregulation. Your insulin will wear out your pancreas. You wear out your pancreas, and the next step is diabetes. So mm -hmm. uh, I can guarantee you, if you're eating a standard American diet, which the acronym for that is SAD, a standard American diet, and you don't change anything, I can guarantee you, you're going to have blood dysregulations at the best and diabetes at the worst. Uh, you're yeah. eating your way to, uh, <laughs> to diabetes. Most Americans are. Yeah, it's 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 a uh, very so common. Uh, it's uncommon to not see it. Um, <laughs> but the interesting thing is, also, as well as uh, 
you mentioned all these other issues that the high blood sugar is causing. What you're really doing is you're just uh, bringing diseases closer to you, uh, you know, earlier in life. Because um, if you just have uh, something that's that's constantly wearing your body down, uh, then it's just going to bring, you know, it might it might seem unrelated to some people, but uh, the the sugar is damaging, so it's it's going to be uh, causing things to break down sooner. Um, there's some there's some uh, research that's shown that they are starting to call Alzheimer's diabetes of the brain, yeah, and and so this this is wear and tear on your brain because of the blood sugar, and that's a big thing if you know grandma or your aunt or sister or whatever uh, whoever it is. Um, there's a lot of people, one in two people get some kind of dementia, uh, some kind of brain issue in, in life. It's, if it's not, uh, you, it's going to be your spouse. You know, that's the, that's the odds. So, um, we don't realize how important these, uh, this sugar, uh, is to our health or, or being able to know where you're at with your carbs. That's right. You know, they used to call, uh, diabetes, adult onset diabetes. Well, they don't call it adult onset diabetes anymore because uh, children as young as two are getting diabetes type two. And uh, it's, it's, it's part of, unfortunately, it's part of the culture that we live in. Uh, hmm. I, I wish you could just go out and eat anything and everything that you wanted, but that's not the way it's set up. Uh, we yeah. have to eat the good stuff to stay healthy and uh, keep our bodies in good shape. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, <clears throat> and that's the trick of it right there. Uh, what is good to eat? And, uh, and how do I uh, figure out where I'm at? What, what needs to be worked on first is my, you know, is my pancreas doing well? Um, or does that need some support? Does it just need to be what I change uh, with what I'm eating? Or do I need extra nutrition to heal my pancreas, get my insulin regulated? Um, those are all good questions. And <clears throat> to start targeting where you need the help the most will uh, get you where you need to be the fastest. Right. And that's what we do is we sort all that out for you. So we lay out a plan where you don't have to do all this thinking and everything and figuring things out um, other than what you don't, what you like to eat and don't like to eat. Other than that, uh, we already got a, a solution for you. We already got a plan. We just got to put it into action. So that's where that uh, blood sugar special comes in at. And again, if you want to take advantage of that, just call the office. It's $69. You get a blood test. Uh, you get the full functional evaluation for $69. That's the best money you're going to spend on your health. It's normally $178. And you just call the office, 615-333-0021. 615-333-0021. Leave your name and number. And uh, I'll have a staff give you a call. All right, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back. All right. This is Dr. Foley and Dr. Rob, and we are your natural health care doctors. And we've been talking about blood sugar and 
uh, all kinds of things uh, that go along with blood sugar. And it is what the number one thing that ha must be handled is blood dysregulation to get all your other glands and organs uh, in good shape. Now, it always amazes me, Doc, uh, that even though they're diabetic, I'm not sure if they know what they're supposed to eat or not. But it always amazes me when I get a, a diabetic in and they're still eating cereal, box cereal. Yeah. Well, first of all, nobody should be eating box cereal. You can probably get more <laughs> nutrition out of the box than you can the cereal. It's all processed grains and it's high in sugar. Even if there's no sugar added, it's a processed grain. The grain itself is high <laughs> in sugar. And so uh, that's not one thing that you want to eat. Of course, grains like white rice, we always recommend people stay away from white rice and white flour and white bread, French fries, uh, anything white is, might be a good idea to stay away from. But yeah. all of those are full of uh, carbohydrates. You know, it's interesting about, you mentioned the processed grains in the cereal, and this is true for other things too. Uh, in, in your saliva, there is an enzyme that breaks down that carbohydrate into sugars immediately as you're chewing. It's starting to digest it right then. And if, and if you put, uh, you know, when I used to eat cereal, if you put a little bit of cereal in your mouth, even if it's not a sweetened kind and start chewing it a little bit, just let, let it sit there and chew a little bit. You can start to taste it sweeter um, as it goes on. Now, maybe it's a little subtle for some people who are used to having a lot of sugar, but if uh, if you taste it though, you can taste the increase in sugar. It's that close to becoming sugar from being in the box. That's right. And you'd be surprised once you get away from sugar, it takes a little bit of work to get away from sugar. Sugar is uh, one of the most addictive foods. I guess you can call it a food. Uh, it's as addictive as cocaine. So, but once you work with a person, say we're working with a, a patient and we get them away from that sugar, uh, I watch the sugar that I have as an intake and uh, I make sure that I'm not overloading my body with sugar, but you'll, your, your taste will change. See back in the ancient days, they had a taste for fermented food because they didn't have refrigerators. So they had to keep the food lasting longer. So they would ferment it like sauerkraut is a fermented food. Pickles are actually fermented. Uh, so they used to ferment all kinds of things. So that's a sour taste and people would have a taste for sour. Then they discovered sugar. And at one time, sugar was only for the kings and queens. Uh, they treated it almost like gold for a while. And then they learned how to process it. And now everybody has a taste for sugar. So they're, they're always uh, wanting something sweet. But if you can get away from that for a period of time, your taste buds will change and you will be surprised how sweet things actually taste, uh, especially if you go out to eat, okay? <laughs> you, don't know, you don't know what you're getting if you go to a restaurant. You have to ask lots of questions, okay? When I go out to a restaurant and we don't go out as much as we used to uh, just because we know what the food is like, but when I go out to a restaurant, it's like uh, I'm interrogating the uh, waitress, you know? I got to get that light in front of her face and Ask her what's in the food. What do they do with it? And all this other stuff. Uh, I can see them. Uh, they don't do this, but I can see them kind of rolling their eyes when I'm asking questions about it. But uh, you got to do crazy things like that uh, to stay healthy nowadays. It's kind of like a maze of uh, 
of unhealthy foods, and you got to kind of know how to get out of that maze and what to look for and what not to look for. And again, that's what Dr. Rob and I do. We sort this all out for you. We've done it for many, many years, and we can do it for you too. Um, okay, you got any other foods or anything over there on uh, blood sugar, Doc? Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're talking about um, the ways that this sugar affects you. And an, another one would be um, a uh, somebody who's been diabetic for a while will often get um, infections that they have a hard time getting rid of or, or they'll easily um, get wounds that get infected. And uh, again, it's, it has to do with the damage that's being caused in there and the blood flow is not, regu not regular. It's you know going through uh, damaged vessels. Um, but also your uh, sugar is something that bacteria and fungus and all that, they love that stuff. Right. And so if you've got a lot of blood sugar uh, over time, uh, it's hard for you to, um, you, you know, you could say it this way, you're so sweet, they want to eat you up right up. And so um, the, the sugar makes it hard for you to fight off uh, diseases. And then the damage that it's caused is also a factor in there. And so Diabetics often will get sores and things, um, but if you think about it this way, generally, it's a little bit harder for you to get over sicknesses or to not get them uh, if you've got high, a lot of uh, blood sugar um, that's been damaging you. That's right, and uh, you, you really have to be uh, careful with that uh, sugar coming in there. That's why I say everybody should be uh, checking their sugar in the morning to see uh, where it's at. Uh, you'd be shocked to how high your sugar actually is running in your bloodstreams. Your body is able to adapt to almost anything. Uh, and it takes years to develop, say, diabetes. Uh, it takes at least 10 years because you got a uh, homeostasis is what it's called. Your body's always trying to maintain a balance. And it is very resilient to all kinds of things. And it can adapt to certain things. Uh, now, when somebody comes in and let's say that they have uh, a problem, an immune challenge that we're handling, like with bacteria or something, uh, we'll tell them, well, you know, these herbs, we'll give them some herbs that uh, will handle the situation, but we'll also tell them uh, that they have to cut down on their sugar because you're feeding the bacteria. So if you have, say, a UTI, urinary tract infection, and you're eating a lot of sugar, um, other than, of course, you can go get some medicine, you could go get some antibiotics, but that wipes out the good and the bad and takes about a year to replace the good. But um, if you want to handle that, naturally, you're going to have to cut out the sugar because you're just feeding the problem. So I always remind the patients, okay, uh, you can take this, but it works better when you cut that sugar out. And in some cases, you have to even cut fruit out. Now, fruit uh, has less sugar than a lot of other things in it. And in the fruit, it's fructose. So it's a little different than like table sugar. Uh, so it's mainly handled by the liver. But in some cases, to get somebody well, in some cases, you may have to cut out the uh, fruit for a while because the uh, bacteria, that, um, what we call immune challenges, can uh, live on the fructose too. Yeah, you know, um, talking about this sugar and and uh, and infections and things. There was a study done uh, back in the 1970s uh, with sugar and the white blood cells. Those are the cells that attack viruses and and different things. That, you know, they're part of your immune system. 
they're the hard workers and the, the ones that, that actually take care of, uh, of most of the work. Uh, but they um, use vitamin C, real vitamin C, of course, to, uh, to function and do their job of eating up the bacteria and the different things that they've got to do. And uh, when, they ha when you have sugar in the blood, it, in the, the white blood cells will look at that like a vitamin C and it'll take it in and try to use it as vitamin C, but it doesn't work. And so what'll eventually happen if you eat sugar, uh, they will, the white blood cells, it's kind of like they're lethargic and they can't do their job. They will become inactive and that can be, can last up to five, six hours after you've eaten a good amount of sugar, you'll ha you'll inactivate your immune system and you won't be able to fight off diseases uh, just because you have uh, this thing that's blocking the vitamin C. It's in place of the vitamin C that you need. And, uh, and you, you're just... Um, uh, setting yourself up for some some issues there, and I, this has always been a, a puzzler to me since ever since I knew that. Why do people make cough drops with sugar in it? I don't get it. <laughs> You're not right, going to get better on that. Yeah, they're not. Uh, well, we're going to have to take a short break. We'll be back after the break. listeners this is Dr. Brian Foley and Dr. Rob we are your natural health care doctors and you're listening to the longest running live natural health care show here in Nashville we've been doing this for many years helping people get on their journey to better health if you'd like to take advantage of this week's special it is a, a blood sugar awareness month and we have our blood sugar week and that is this coming week, this coming Monday through Saturday. After that, it's all done and over with. Uh, but if you'd like to come in, we have a blood test you can actually do. Uh, and you get a full evaluation to find out what is going on with your blood sugar as well as the rest of your body. So it's $69. And the normal fee on that's $178. So if you'd like to come in, eliminate the insulin resistance, the blood sugar dysregulation, uh, reverse diabetes, this is your first step is to come in and get your evaluation. If you'd like to uh, participate in that, you'd like to come in and get, get rid of that uh, issue or just find out what's going on with your blood, call 615-333-0021, 615-333-0021. Two one, and uh, nobody's going to answer that number. It's a, a voicemail. Just leave your name and your number, and I'll have somebody on Monday give you a call back, and we'll get you scheduled in. It is limited. We can't. Uh, we we're limited on the time because we see a lot of people during the week, and uh, hopefully we can get everybody in. But six one five three 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 zero zero two one. Take advantage of this. It's sixty nine dollars. Normally one hundred seventy eight. You get a fully full functional evaluation. If you've never been to our office, then um, you've probably never had a real true functional evaluation. So see what, what condition your condition is in. 615-333-0021. All right, Doc. So 
Uh, maybe we could give some of the listeners some of the things that we use when we're starting to handle these uh, type of uh, problems. Uh, you did mention Diaplex there. Uh, I've got what Diaplex is the one that handles the liver, it handles the pancreas. But I got one that's I mainly think of as for the pancreas, and that's Cataplex GTF. And that has the chromium in there that the pancreas needs to make insulin. So that's also a good one uh, to get that insulin up and going and uh, start to rehab the pancreas there if we're dealing with somebody with blood dysregulation, insulin resistance, or diabetes. Uh, you got another one there? Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, we're talking about um, uh, Diaplex there. It's very uh, helpful to know that it's um, got a, several different products in it. So it's kind of like a, 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 a multivitamin for uh, handling all of the processes that you need uh, in place to handle blood sugar. Um, so Diaplex has got uh, support for your, um, like we said, your pancreas. It's going to be um, also uh, your uh, support for your stomach digestion, uh, for the liver. Um, it has uh, things in there to help the pituitary as well as the pancreas. So just a kind of an overall approach from top to bottom, what's needed uh, in the body. And, uh, you know, depending on which one you need more is the one that we will, uh, we will use for you in your situation. Right. And then another one, if we we're just concerned about the pancreas itself, say they were diabetic and they've been diabetic for many years, you know, uh, they're taking insulin. Well, if, if you're taking insulin, you're basically shutting down the pancreas or the pancreas didn't work to begin with. That's why you're on the insulin. So we have to rehab that uh, pancreas. One thing that will help to rehab the cells of the pancreas is called pancreatrophin PMG. Pancreatrophin PMG uh, is the one that will regenerate the cells of the pancreas. And that is very, uh, very important to do that. Uh, again, it's probably not going to happen overnight, depending on how long you've been diagnosed with diabetes or insulin resistance or have a uh, sugar dysfunction. Uh, but it will turn around uh, if you follow our advice. Another one that I like to use, and this one's more for... Uh, uh, not only for the pancreas, but it's more for food, uh, for cravings, like sweet cravings, like we were talking about. And that's that Genema. Genema comes in a, it's, it's an herb. And actually you can just swallow it if you wanted to. But if you took that Genema, it's a uh, tablet, you put it in your mouth and you suck on it, kind of like a throat lozenger, like you were talking about earlier, uh, but there's no sugar in it and then you ate something sweet, it would actually taste like cardboard at that point. So there's a little bit of a negative reinforcement you can do uh, if you can get that in, if you're having a hard time with sugar. But just swallowing it and taking it on a regular basis will decrease the cravings for uh, sugar too. Right. Yeah. Um, that's not something that, uh, that you would want to use every day, but say that, well, I should say more like this. If you are a, uh, if you're going somewhere where you know you'll have some trouble, like uh, uh, you're going to a party, you want to go to the party, but you know there's going to be things there that you don't want to eat. Well, right before you go in, you throw one of those in and, and suck on it. And so if anybody does offer you and you break, then when you put it in your mouth, you'll say, whoa, yuck, why did I do that? That's right. That's a, that's a good, and it's, it's amazing how fast that thing works. 
Uh, it starts tasting like grass, and then you're pretty much done with it. Uh, <laughs> another thing, you were talking about throat lozenges before the break, and they're putting sugar in throat lozenges. Well, uh, another popular thing is gummy bears, of all things. Oh. They put sugar in the gummy bears, just like they do throat lozenges. And here, right. it started out for kids, but now they're putting it in, in getting gummy bears for uh, adults, which is kind of like, well, first of all, they're putting, they're putting synthetic right. vitamins in there. Second of all, they're putting sugar in there. I don't know how healthy right. that would actually be for you. Well, we, yeah, it, it we don't becomes have one of those, bears. you know, a nice thought, but it's really an excuse to have some sugar. I mean, oh, I'm getting vitamin, I'm getting my vitamin, multivitamin with a gummy. Oh, of course. And yeah. uh, in the meantime, it's doing you harm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, another one here for um, diabetes is inositol. Inositol also helps with cravings. And if you chew up inositol, it's a vitamin B1. But if you chew that up, it tastes like sugar. So that's a nice one that uh, I know uh, when we're working with uh, women, they keep a bottle of inositol in their, uh, in their purse. And then if they start having a craving or they want something sweet, they'll chew up about five of those. And that's pretty satisfying there. Mm, that's that's yeah. an easy one to get into kids too. Inositol, yeah, that's how. Uh, yeah, ahead. that's how I got my six-year-old to start taking pills. He just ate them, like, oh, I like yeah. taking pills, and you know what? It was good for him. It's vitamin B eight. Yeah, and it also um, it also stops uh, nightmares, mental image mm. pictures. So yeah. uh, inositol is uh, good for that. If your kids are having nightmares or you're having vivid dreams, you chew up a few inositols before bedtime. And uh, those dreams, you'll still have them, but they won't be vivid or they won't be nightmares. So that's a, a great one for kids. Now, mm -hmm. some people, if they know that they're having a problem from, say, uh, diabetes in the heart, then again, we might want to use that Diaplex. But also another big one that we use a lot of is Cardio Plus. All right. Sounds like we're going to take a break. Well, we're going to take a long break because it'll be next week until we're on. So we will wrap this up and we'll see you next week.